Welcome to the Pag-asa Podcast. This is our third episode on the Revolutionary Government Proposal version 2020. This is Freakout Friday. Okay, let's start with the fact that Duterte has since disowned the organization that is pushing for revolutionary government. What is this organization? The Mayor Rodrigo Roa Duterte National Executive Coordinating Committee is actually a volunteer organization that was behind the campaign to push Duterte to run for president. And it continues as an organization, apparently, because we are hearing about it now as it pushes for a revolutionary government in 2020. Now, when Duterte denies that he knows the people pushing for the RevGov in the present, what we need to remember are the facts. First of all, let's start with this. In 2016, when he was appointing secretaries and undersecretaries to the different agencies and the different cabinet positions, he was putting members of the MRRD and ECC in key positions in government. One of those was Secretary Mike Sueño, who was then Secretary of the Department of Interior and Local Government. Now, Secretary Sueño had as undersecretaries three other people who were all members of MRRD and ECC. These include John Castrichones, Jesus Hinlo, and Emily Padilla. Now, these names are important because while Secretary Sueño has since been removed from his position, he was removed purportedly by the three undersecretaries. And one of the reasons why he felt so offended about his removal was because these three undersecretaries were accusing him of committing corruption. And when this story broke in April 2017, we were being told that it happened through a confidential letter that was sent to President Duterte. And that letter reportedly came from MRRD and ECC. So this organization that's pushing for a revolutionary government now, the same organization that Duterte has denied knowing, this organization purportedly sent him a letter in 2017 accusing an appointee of corruption. And it was enough for Duterte to actually fire this person. So how is it possible that he knows nothing about MRRD and ECC? That's just close to impossible. Now, of course, a quick search through the government websites will also reveal that, in fact, Duterte was present in a major event of the MRRD and ECC in 2018. It will also reveal that he, in fact, was socializing with them as president already. So this isn't an organization that just campaigned for him and didn't know him or had no connection to him. Not at all. You also need to realize that there is very little transparency as far as this organization is concerned. It's only now that we're actually doing the searching and the Googling and we're finding based on keyword searches that in fact 
it it goes way back but there's also very little sense of how the organization has evolved since and it's never clear who is leading the organization at any given point and what its function is and that is the next thing we're going to talk about now there's no talking about a revolutionary government proposal or about the MRRD and ECC without going into a discussion on the Department of Interior and local government and its own push for charter change. Why are these two things connected? The DILG from the start, even when it still had um, then-Secretary Sueño, was seen as an agency that would be able to push for charter change on the ground. This means that from the beginning of Duterte's presidency, changing the constitution was already part of the picture. And whether it was going to happen through Congress or through a revolutionary government, it was going to happen. Federalism was a promise that Duterte practically made. And so this was something that we knew they wanted to work on. And through the DILG, government has been spending public funds on actually campaigning to change the constitution from the ground up. Now, how does MRRD and ECC enter the picture? It does so because if you look at the actual campaign website for constitutional reform, which is what they've called the current campaign, you will see that there are multiple organizations that are part of the core movement. And the core movement is an actual official organization. It's a constitutionalreform.gov.ph. So it's a government website. On the core website, you will be shown all these other organizations that are pushing for federalism and charter change. And these include Unifederal of the Philippines, Inc., Salika Foundation, Inc., MRRD-Federalism, Inc., among many other organizations. Now, one important organization here is the NAMFED, the National Alliance of Movements for Federalism, Inc. And this is important because if you do a deep enough search, you will find that the MRRD and ECC, the NAMFED, and the DILG, these three organizations were actually already campaigning for federalism long before the CORE movement was even launched. CORE was launched in January 2020. But there is proof of how the MRRD and ECC, the NAMFED, and the DILG have been working together since 2018 to push for federalism. So one of the things that you will find online is actually a 34-page presentation that was uploaded in November 2018. And it is said that this presentation was put together by the DILG and the MRRD NECC PENAMFED. So in this instance, MRRD NECC is also PENAMFED. So it's exactly the same organization. Now, it's worth repeating that PENAMFED is part of the current core movement, which would make MRRD and ECC part of it as well, right? Now, of course, they can say they've already split up, etc., etc. And in fact, the DILG has already disowned their call for a revolutionary government. But it's important to highlight that Regardless of whether the DILG or Duterte disowned the call for a revolutionary government, 
this organization is calling for exactly the same thing that Duterte and the DILG have been working on. They have been working on charter change. They have been working on a signature campaign on the ground. And they're saying that they're also gathering signatures online, which is what you see in the Core Movement website, which is, again, worth repeating, it's a government website. So the Charter Change campaign as one whole project actually has under it the MRRD and ECC. There's no point in denying it when the people actually overlap across these organizations. There's no point in denying it when it's clear that the MRRD and ECC has been working with government, not just since 2018 when they started talking about federalism, but even before Duterte became president. So this organization, the MRRD and ECC, is a crucial part of this major campaign of this government to push for charter change. So there's no telling us that the call for a revolutionary government is disconnected from the constant and consistent call for charter change that government itself has been pushing. And this is why it's important to talk about the revolutionary government proposal and campaign version 2020. Because this isn't coming out of nowhere. This isn't disconnected from Duterte. This isn't at all removed from the real and present campaign for charter change. Realize that in July, at the height of this pandemic, the DILG was actually talking about pushing for charter change in Congress. This is a serious proposal that's actually still on the table, even when no one is talking about it. And I think that the revolutionary government push that was put into our news cycles by the propaganda machinery of Duterte is a signal that Charter change is still very much on that table. This is a government project. And by actually injecting the idea of a revolutionary government into the whole picture, they are allowing themselves the space to say, well, we don't want RevGov, but we do want charter change. We want to do it right. And this is the right way of doing it. The thing is, we don't need charter change. This is not the time to change the Constitution and certainly not the leadership to change the Constitution under. This is a government that has already made a mockery of our laws. It has made a mockery of just, you know, basic ethics. It has put into question basic rights. And this is not the government that we can trust with changing the constitution. Now, one thing I think is important to remember, we the people have always been able to fight charter change. Fidel Ramos wanted to do it, Arab wanted to do it, Gloria wanted to do it. And across those three presidents, we've been able to stand strong and fight charter change. Nothing has changed. In fact, this is the worst time for charter change. This is the worst government that could possibly be given the opportunity to change the constitution. The scary part is, 
I don't think many of us are looking at the bigger picture. So I think it's an important time to actually take stock. And to some extent, I think the RevGov push at this point in time is a reminder that we need to actually be the ones to declare what it is we want to talk about. So we need to be the ones to dictate the conversations that we feel are important because we are still being dictated upon by Duterte propaganda. We're still being dictated upon by government machinery, whether it's reacting to sound bites, whether it's reacting to some event that his followers have put together, whether it's just, you know, poking fun at, you know, the fact that he's half asleep. These are the things that are actual distractions. And I think it allows us to just get so overwhelmed, but also very exhausted, so that we stop talking about the things that are actually important. And as far as we can tell, given the push for RevGov at this point in time, then one of the things we really should be looking at is charter change.